following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready now, go Sign of my name all over the place. I'll do anything that you want to do. But I'm a honey, they all want to do. Don't you tell them I'm going to play you. We're going to do anything that they all want to do. Okay, thank you once again to Dunsdale. And thank you, Elvis, for that great intro. And this is going to be a fun-filled day. I'm going to be a little, little mishmash going on here. But uh, mainly what I want to deal with is uh, inflation and uh, Joe Biden's reaction or lack of reaction to it. And just the, the misinformation that is, that is coming uh, across the airwaves with this, with the Biden administration... With the outlight lies right in our face, and the double speak, which the Biden administration has has lifted to a to a new level, an art form. But <clears throat> first thing I want to take a, a bite of is what. Uh, Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin, Joe Biden had nothing to do with this. This was two senators. They hammered out uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, which will not reduce inflation, which will increase inflation. And it's important to know this because you need to make plans for the next year or two. And no, inflation is not going away. And yes, I am sorry, Joe, we are in a recession. The typical meaning of a recession is two quarters of negative GDP growth. And we've had two quarters in a row of negative GDP growth. And it doesn't matter what... um, Jean Baptiste, uh, what's her name, uh, the press secretary, or Joe Biden, or Janet Yellen says, this is a recession. It's just like a year ago when they were saying that, that there, there is no inflation, even when gas prices and food prices and uh, prices for commodities like wood, copper, uh all sorts of other building materials were going skyrocket through the roof. There was no inflation, no inflation. Well, it, it was temporary. And I've got a little bit of a summer cold, so if I sound a little stuffy, I am. I'll have to edit that out. Anyhow, so... They kept on trying to say, oh, there's no inflation, there's no inflation. Oh, it's just a little bit of inflation. Oh, okay, well, yeah, it's a mild case of inflation. Okay, we have inflation. When they, f- they finally had to capitulate. And, you know, they're doing the same thing with the recession. Oh, it's, it's not a recession because of, of job growth. Well, we came out of the COVID lockdown. People were forced out of their jobs. Of course, there were millions of people that went back to work. It would have been the same under Trump. So you can't take credit for that. You can't take credit for lifting the boot off of the neck of the American people and say, oh, see, I created jobs. No. No, you didn't. It was just the economy returning to its natural state. But now... Joe Biden's trying to say, oh, there's no recession, no recession, no recession. And you know when he's going to admit that we are in a recession? Is when we go into a depression. And I've never heard of a technical term for when a recession started. I mean, recessions, you know, it's always typically... Two quarters in a row where the GDP falls. 
depressions, well, they talk about the Great Depression there being like 25% unemployment. So if we hit around 25% unemployment, Joel will say, we're in a recession now. It's going to be temporary. It's transitory. It's just a little one. We'll be over it soon. So anyhow, Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin, and I held out hopes that, that Joe Manchin would be be a good Democrat, you know, in the lines of a JFK Democrat, even a Bill Clinton Democrat, you know, who uh, triangulated and uh, went for the center. And actually, as I read through this article here that's from the Washington Post, and it details a lot of the things in here, uh, there's actually something that's, that's um, pretty good in this, but it's buried deep in the article. Because Washington Post wouldn't like it much because uh, it's kind of a conservative thing. But anyhow, the Nonpartisan Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, Budget estimates that the bill would put about $385 billion in combating climate change and bolstering U.S. energy production through changes that would encourage nearly the whole economy to cut carbon emissions. If we cut carbon emissions, we're going to lose the energy that we have. Sorry, people. Solar and wind don't cut it. We gave up on that 200 years ago for coal and oil, and we, we went even further with nuclear. But this is going to be $385 billion that's just going to add to inflation. Let's see. Manchin says that, oh, uh, that, no, that's uh, Schumer and Manchin say that the bill would reduce carbon emissions by roughly 40% to 20, by 2030, close to President Biden's goal of cutting U.S. emissions by at least 50 to 52%. Below 2005 levels by 2030. Again, if we're going <laughs> to cut carbon, which is plant food, uh, which is a byproduct of producing energy, we are going to lose the energy that we have. We will not be able to heat our houses properly. We will not be able to run air conditioning in the summer, which may not be a too terrible thing because I think that's why I've got this summer cold. I don't care much for for air conditioning, but I've got to get up early, so I need it right now. Oh, <laughs> here's an interesting point. Manchin also emphasized that it would spur American energy independence more broadly, including by encouraging natural gas as the war in Ukraine has exposed domestic reliance on uh, petrostates fossil fuel production. Petrostates, uh, I guess he's talking about Saudi Arabia there, that we're relying too much on Saudi Arabia. We were energy independent under Trump. But we're going to give up our energy independence. We are going to have to rely more on Saudi Arabia, which really isn't a friend of ours. I mean, we've gotten along with them for all these years, but we've made them rich. So why wouldn't they be friendly? And when you think about it, the more energy we produce here in the United States, the less we need Saudi Arabia and the less the world would need Saudi Arabia. So the Saudis might not like us doing that, but they'd have to respect us the way they respected Trump. Look at the difference in the way Trump was... Uh, was treated when he went to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they they allowed him to do a sword dance with them. <laughs> Remember that? When uh, you know Biden comes there, eh, they do a fist bump and then ignore him. 
The bill uses two main levers. New incentives for private industry to produce far more renewable energy and other incentives for households to transform their energy use and consumption. Democrats say that this second set of incentives will also offer immediate consumer relief for the higher energy prices that have bedeviled the Biden administration. B.S. on that. Energy prices will continue to go up unless we use our oil and coal and nuclear. And if you really want to see where we're headed, but there is a caveat I'll bring in later. But look at the, the island nation of Sri Lanka, which is off of India, and look at Germany. Sri Lanka has fallen apart. They've had riots. The, uh, people just taken to the streets. The, the, um, the governor there, the, the president or the prime minister, I forget uh, which they have there. He left the state. He left the country. He flew out of there because the mobs are probably going to kill him. Because they they doubled down, tripled down on the green energy process, which is what this bill here does, kind of, maybe, sort of. Like I said, there's a caveat. But it almost broke the back of Sri Lanka. Yeah, now I know it's you know an island nation, probably 300, 400 miles long, uh, on the other side of the country, uh, other side of the world. But it's it shows you when you go for the green energy um, outlets, it crushes your economy and it drives people into the streets. It <laughs> people. They couldn't feed themselves. If there's no gas to get around in, and that was one of their big problems, then there's no gas for the tractors. There's no gas for the trucks to take um, the food from the farms to, to the grocery stores or whatever kind of market they have there in Sri Lanka. You're going to have to go back to uh, the ox cart. You know, uh, that, that's a rather slow process. And if you've got acres upon acres of, of fields that are cultivated, you and your ox may not be able to harvest all that stuff before it goes bad in the field. That's the example of Sri Lanka. Riots in the street and food rotting in the fields because nobody can move it around. And then there's Germany. And uh, I've got to bring this, this thing up about Trump again. Trump had told Germany, had warned Germany about not relying too much on Russia and the Nord Stream uh, pipelines, number one and number two, because at any point in time, Russia could cut off the energy supply to um, to Germany and to uh, to other places in Europe as well, because it all goes through Germany. And that Germany and Europe would be in a very tough place. And that's exactly what happened. Russia shut down um, one of the pipelines for maintenance. And then, lo and behold, they couldn't get a piece you know, for the pipe that, that they needed. And instead of it going back to full production last Thursday when it was supposed to, it went, it went to a 20%. Uh, so they lost 80% of their energy coming in. Uh, you know, and so people in Germany are taking cold showers and, you know, I guess they're having brownouts and stuff, but they didn't listen to Trump when he said, 
a couple of years ago, you need some other sources of energy coming in. Like maybe the United States, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But So those are two examples of the failure of green energy. Oh, and that's the other thing. Germany is big on going green. They've, their greenies there are very powerful in, in their legislature, in the Bundesrat. And, um, you know, so they, they were listening to Greta Thunberg. They were getting rid of their coal-fired plants. They were getting rid of, of their natural gas plants. And I think that Germany still has a lot of coal in their, their land. Um, they used to at one time, and I'm sure they probably still do. They just don't mine it anymore. So, both Germany and Sri Lanka have gone green, and I paid the penalty for it. So, this is not a good deal that Schumer and Manchin agreed on, except I haven't gotten to the good part of it. And it looks like I've got a caller, so we'll hold off on the good part of this for a moment. Go ahead, caller. What's on your mind? James, what's going on? Hey, haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, I've been kind of a, not getting my voice out there too much, but every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I listen all the time, man. You have a great show. Thank you. And you're putting out some some vital information, so all the times you just sit back and listen. Yeah, well, people need to be and I, and I need Paul to realize today, so we're we're. In. I'm gonna call you today. Yeah. I don't want to diss anybody. Hey, man, um, Germany is selling mad weaponry to Ukraine. Do you think it's, that it's, has it's anything Russia, to do with basically. Russia cutting them off? <laughs> I think Russia's saying, "How you like me now? Really? You really want to do this? You really want to?" implement this demonic agenda that NATO and the U.S. is doing? Well, let me show you that Russia is not a little dog. And I hate to say it, but Russia is led by people that care about Russia more than we're led by people that care about the USA. Oh, yeah. Our government is run sure. by a bunch of people that want to fold us into this new world order, and it's slowly happening. Well, Biden is bought and paid for by China. And I... Uh, I mean, oh, God, I've, I've got a piece about the 51 uh, American spy masters who lied about uh, Joe Biden to help him get elected. I mean, it's sick. He's owned by these hidden banksters behind the scenes, and um, China's being built up. you got to remember, man, World War II helped international communism. That's all it did, man. I don't care what people want to say. World War II, Joey Stalin won World War II. And then he helped Mao Zedong get into power. They pushed Chiang Kai-shek over to Taiwan. The CIA had, had, like that. The CIA had helped, um, I mean, actually helped Mao Zedong come to uh, power. And Rockefeller, he, he, he must have been the money Stalin man for Stalin, too. Remember how Stalin um, declares war in Japan and then goes into Manchuria, and all that weaponry went to Mao. We talk about inflation, right? You know that 80% of the dollar's in uh, circulation now were created in the past two years. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's crazy that's ridiculous. about ridiculous. And when it, it's already, the dollar is already becoming irrelevant. All the BRICS, yeah. the, you know, um, the uh, Brazil, China, uh, Russia, and India. And India, I think, right? Yep, yeah. yep. Um, uh, they're going to form a new monetary system. And they're going to squeeze the United States out, and they're in the process of doing that. And these international bankers have their banks set up everywhere. And what's going to happen when the dollar is not the reserve currency, when oil, one day it's going to happen? Because I think we're headed for dark days, man. Well, what, what, what do you think about this? The global this troubles. What do you think about this deal that Manchin and uh, Schumer came up with? I'm not too, too familiar with it, but... If Chuck Schumer's a part of it, you know it's not good. Oh, He's yeah. a total traitor to, to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, I like this part here. There's $80 billion in new rebates for electric vehicles and green energy at home and more. 
You know, did Ford? Oh uh, yeah. Did Henry Ford need the government to uh, pay for him to build his his t, uh, Model T or his Model A? I don't think so. I don't think so either. He was a brilliant man. Yeah. They beat him with the anti-Semite club. I guess. Like they did with Lindbergh and Patton. We're in, Jim, this world is headed toward different times, man. Do you know who Phil Giraldi is? He was an ex-CIA operative. No, I don't. Now he's, he's the executive director of, um, what's it called, uh, the National, in, the Council for the National Interest, the pro-USA think tank. Yep. And he, he's been writing lately that MI6 is planting fake stories on Ukraine and the Telegraph and the Guardian and a lot of our U.S. media have been taking those stories and trying to print them as oh, fact. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever is in the, the mainstream media about uh, Ukraine, I don't believe or I just figure, okay, it's probably the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ukraine just beat uh, Russia, you know, in uh, Sarasovo. Uh, no, it's probably the other way around. Ukraine's going to cede territory. Future um, world almanacs are going to put that Donbass region as part of Russia. Yeah, it already NATO is. and U.S. did that coup. Remember the 2014 coup nobody talks about that would have put massive U.S. bases right on Russia's border. Because they want to do to Russia what was done to Yugoslavia and break up that land. We're just being lied to like Madden. I think the, the new mascot for the USA, it should be Pinocchio. It can't be Uncle Sam anymore. Yeah. And the nose well, just keeps growing. Okay. All our government does is lie. They lie openly. They lie willingly. And they lie. They, they don't care. Yeah. So many people just eat it up. I agree. I agree. But I've got to get back to this, uh, this Joe Manchin and uh, Chuck Schumer bill. So, thanks for the call, man. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Yep. Talk to you later. Yeah. I mean, the Biden administration is lying about what a recession is. The the meaning of recession is out there. But the Biden administration won't let you say it. And there's a lot of people in the media that just cow toe right behind them and repeat the lies uh, but I don't think anyone's believing them uh, let me finish off this piece about what Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer have come up with because any green deal that is pushed through the, through the Senate that's pushed through the House of Representatives is going to destroy our economic base in this country. And that is the goal of China. That is the goal of Klaus Schwab and the, the, Europe, the World Economic Forum, which is a European-run uh, UN-based think tank that wants to destroy the middle class of the United States. Remember what I keep on saying about that guy, David Ismay, who used to be in the Department of Environment in in Massachusetts. He said, you are the problem. And by you, I mean myself as well. You who want to heat your house in the winter, cool it in the summer. You want to drive to work. You want to drive to the store. You are the problem. And they have to break your will. Question is, will you allow them to break your will? Will you be sheep? And just do exactly what the, the lying government is trying to tell you. There's one good thing about this bill. And I can see why Joe Manchin signed off on this. Because he's a big coal guy. He comes from West Virginia. West Virginia is a big coal state, natural gas state. I don't think they've got any oil there. But this article, and again, it's from the Washington Post. It says, to secure Manchin's vote, Democratic leadership pledged to mandate new oil and gas leasing in the Gulf of Mexico and off the coast of Alaska, where industry groups are pushing for major expansion in oil production. Manchin views drilling in those areas as important for the country's domestic energy independence. 
This is the life preserver that Joe Manchin threw out there. I guess he was under a lot of pressure. I don't know if they bribed him or if they threatened him or if they've got blackmail material on him. Maybe a combination of all three. And, you know, but this is the U.S. life preserver right here. Manchin made sure that we are still going to be able to drill for oil and natural gas and coal. Not that you drill for coal, but you know what I mean. Manchin also said in a statement that Biden, Schumer, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi had committed to advancing a, uh, a permitting reform that would make it easier for developers to override environmental objections when building pipelines, nat- natural gas export facilities, and other energy infrastructure. Shazam! Manchin pulled off a good deal here. I mean, most of this money in this bill is going to go to green energy cylindra uh, debacles uh, that's going to increase inflation. Um, But Manchin saved our rear end here. Let's see, where did I leave off? Okay, this falls outside the rules of the Senate procedure. The party is uh, using to pass the economic package, meaning Democratic leadership will have to try to secure GOP support for permitting changes. Uh, I think that the GOP will allow those changes for domestic energy independence to go through. Oh, and the other thing about this, this is going to be the single biggest tax hike um, plan to apply to corporations. They'd have to uh, pay at least 15% on their earnings. Fine. You know what that means? If their lawyers don't find a way around it, it just means that the corporations will charge 15% more for whatever it is that they manufacture and sell to the American public. So it will be the American public that will pay the 15% increase on the uh, corporations. That's how that one works. So let's take a break here and then we'll come back for more fun. And, um, but, you know, we need, to be forewarned is forearmed. And I'm trying to arm you people, okay? James Dunn to talk about his next book. The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island, saw the Great Swamp Battle slash Massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. 
Okay, forget about that. I'll just come right back into the show. Let me X this out, and... I almost forgot about the clip that I had from Uncle Joe. Let's see, here he is. Let's see. Biden brags on how the how the uh, stimulus check... Biden brags on bogus stimulus checks. Let's get... Oh, nuts. This is not going well. Okay, come on and play. Why aren't these things playing? This is such a good piece, too. Oh, nuts. I'm not getting this thing to play. Now playing. I don't hear anything. I understand it. Like there I said, we I was go. raised in one Here's of those Uncle Joe. when the price of a, a gallon of gasoline went up was a topic of discussion around the kitchen table. We weren't poor. We were just typical middle-class family in a three-bedroom house with four kids and a grandpa. But all kidding aside, it was, and we lived fine. But it, was, it mattered. It mattered whether the price of gasoline went up. One of the things that I find is I, I look at and I take it very seriously, the, the, the confidence level of the American people in the economy and they're so down and they're looking. There's reason to be down, but I, I started thinking about it. And Brian and you and I talked about it just a little bit. You know, the first year we were able to, with the, uh, with the rescue plan, we were able to send them a check for eight grand. I mean, a check. One, and beyond that, by the way, there's more than that. But with your, if you're making 120 grand and you get a check for eight grand, that's a lot of money. And so it helped save a lot of people in terms of getting thrown out of their homes and not. And, and, and rental housing and a whole range of things. But I started thinking about it just as, a, you know, somebody who's raised a middle class kid. When- okay. <clears throat> if anyone uh, else calls tonight, I want to know, when did you get the uh, $8,000 and how did you spend it? What did you spend it on? Did you... Pay down debts? Did you go on a little trip? I mean, eight grand, that's that's pretty good, you know? Um, thanks, Joe. I appreciated that eight grand. And uh, considering that it was a make-believe eight grand, I'm going to make-believe that I, I went back to uh, 1971. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I bought myself a, a Mustang Fastback. It was only about $5,000 back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I filled it up with, with gas at 33 cents a gallon back in 1971. And um, with, with that magic money... I can uh, go back there whenever I want. Whenever I need to fill that tank up, I go back to 1971 and I fill it up for for 33 cents a gallon. Yeah, <laughs> I can fill my car up with with five, with a five dollar bill. How do you like that? So, does anyone else have? Um, you know, some stories about what they did with their eight grand that, that uh, Uncle Joe sent to it, to you, sent to us. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Not only are we getting lies, we're getting fantasies as well. But why not? <laughs> Truth schmooth. <laughs> This is just too funny. I got uh, I got eight thousand dollars from from the government because they're so nice to me. Oh, socialism is so much fun, so much fun. The government just sends you money. Uh, okay, I covered that about uh, Russia's gas prom slashing the gas to Germany. Oh, another reason why. That story was important as it relates to inflation. So, since Germany is going to go have to buy their energy needs on the open market now, and as we've been taught and lectured to by um, uh, Jennifer Granholm, uh, the energy secretary, that um, you know it's a 
it's a worldwide market and we don't control the price. If Germany and major parts of Europe now are going to have to scramble for more energy, whether it's natural gas or oil or whatever, that's going to drive the price of fuel up again. Which I know it's been coming down a little bit, you know. It got all the way up to five dollars. Now it's down to four. I think I paid four forty-five today. What a break! Except it was two twenty-five when the evil orange man was in office. So we're still paying more than two dollars over what it was. But let's see if there's any information on how. People in one socket here spent that $8,000. Go ahead, caller. How'd you spend that eight grand? Oh, uh, well, I, I can supersize my value meals again. You, and, you've uh, got I to bought, go in the Wayback Machine, just like I did. You know, Mr. Peabody's yeah, Wayback Machine. And I bought a couple of extra tacos and... Mm, uh, expensive. And, uh, yeah. Extra and, sauce? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, I, that's I, it. Very grand is gone. But you know, you know what they get. You know, the, even if they gave a grand, but you know they didn't. I don't know where this guy comes up. <laughs> but Fantasy land. It would be evaporated just as quickly. Remember the last race stimulus checks we got? What, Barely. Uh, I, I, got, stimul- I got stimulate one. The, <laughs> yeah, stimulate the economy. More people are going to spend. <laughs> yeah, sure. And now we're in a recession. You know, you know how the Democrats how like in the game they like to change the position of the goalposts. You know, and and, and uh, we we were printing all sorts of money. So that's what's the the real driver of the inflation is. Mm-hmm. That we printed money in order to meet the stimulus package, which yeah, which yeah, it, yeah. we need to fault Trump for as well. I mean, I can't just kiss his rear end. You know, there there are some things I fault him for. Yeah, well, that, 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 that is true. That is true. But, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, like I said, the, you know, the, the stimulus checks we got before were evaporated. You know, they, they didn't last, okay? Even no. if they gave out the eight grand, you know, it'll be forgotten about next month because we're going to still be talking about inflation. And you know, you're talking about the gas prices going down, which is cool, but you also got to remember, too, the midterms are coming up. Yeah. So, uh, that's where they're going down. Hmm. You know, you know, people that celebrate a twenty-five cent a gallon drop in price of gasoline. Wait a minute! It's a, it, this is a forty to sixty cent drop now. Oh, it's, okay, okay. It's down to four dollars and forty-five cents. Okay. Well, 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 let's let's roll with that. You know, celebrating a sixty cent ga- a drop in gasoline prices is like Hannibal Lecter cutting your arm off and handing you back a finger. Okay. <laughs> Your arm's still cut off. I know. Okay. I know. It's still <laughs> over $2 higher. But, yeah. And that, yeah. that's part of the gaslighting. Joe can say prices are coming down. They've come down well, for 40 well, days in a row. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, hey, Joe. And you, know what? And, you, and, you, and you know what's even funnier? What? I remember not too long ago when the prices were going up, his, uh, his, his press secretary, his ass, uh, excuse me, his butt kisser, was up there. Oh, the the president cannot control the price of gasoline. Yeah, he's out there. Hey, look what I did with the gas prices. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Okay, they'll take credit for anything good, but he doesn't have control. Remember, and, control. and what happens after the election is over? Yeah, and that's another question I was going to ask. What if the Democrats took all, uh, still maintain control? Do you think this gasoline price is going to continue to drop? <laughs> <laughs> Good laugh okay. there, because and, there there are so many of them that that want the the price up higher. Oh, here here's an article: cutting down on wasteful car ownership will help to avert a climate uh, a, a cop C- catastrophe. A cop problem oh. says WEF. Oh carbon! Oh carbon problem! Oh so yeah. Okay. Apocalypse! 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 There we go. That's I, I was word. getting dyslexic on it. I was saying ellipsopoc. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, hey, the midterms coming up. I expect more good things until uh, 
you know, until if the Democrats take back, take back the House and Senate, and guess what? No, they'll be right back in the same crapper that we're in. But hey, people on Social Security, no, the more the inflation goes up, guess what? Your cost of living adjustment in 2023 is going to go higher. So get ready for all that extra money, which ain't going to last like the last one. Uh, here's, here's another article. Senior State sure. Department official says he prefers high gas prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. For what you know? Oh, just because you're running an electric vehicle doesn't mean he uses does not use petroleum products. I'm sorry, you know the coal or the whatever they burn make that generate that electricity. They sell feel yeah. good, doesn't it? Hey, hey he lives yeah. in Washington. You know, he, he can walk or take an Uber. You know, a short Uber to uh, to work. You know, yeah. The government exactly. pays for it. You know, <laughs> yeah. You can do like Buttigieg does. Drive most of the way there, and then last quarter mile, and you get out, get the bicycle out, and ride it. Ride it. I'm riding a bike. I'm riding a bike to work. See, I'm so green. I'm so green. And you know what? Um, Hoover did that, too. He and his boyfriend would drive most of the way to the FBI building, and then Mm -hmm. quarter mile, they'd get out and walk it, you know? So... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, make himself look good. Oh, I'm green, I'm green. You know what else is well, green? Well, no, Hoover wasn't you green, know, but... You know, you know what else is green? Dog crap has to sit around for a while. Then it turns white, okay? They're phony. They're fake, okay? You know what I mean? They go for a quarter of a mile on a... Biden couldn't even make a quarter of a mile on a bicycle. <laughs> See what happened He'd fall. Last time? You, heard yeah. of, you heard about the, the new city in De- Delaware, haven't you? Brandon Falls? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Actually, I think you mentioned it. Yes. I was a, I'm a Google Maps guy, yeah. and I had to see it for myself. And there it is. It's not at the same intersection. That's the only problem. They didn't put the, they didn't mark it at the same exact intersection. But there oh. is Brandon Falls, and you should read. <laughs> you should read the reviews on it. They're hilarious. I mean, <laughs> they have people are just going to town. <laughs> what happened there? And, uh, yeah, definitely. Just uh, take a look. Brandon Falls, Maryland, yeah, folks. Yeah. When you well, there, Google there, Maps, were, there were 81 million people that voted for him, and he's the most respected uh, president we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I also I want to make, make sure people realize that I do have a bridge in Brooklyn uh, that I will be selling you real real cheap, if you believe that. Really? How much? Because yeah, right. because Uncle Brandon just gave me eight thousand dollars, so I've got money to spend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on what gasoline prices? I mean, I don't remember. Where do you get this notion of eight thousand dollars? I mean, <laughs> you have to really consider what kind of brain he has. I mean, did he just pull that number out of the air? Is he trying to make himself look good? I mean, eight thousand. I. I could use eight grand. Eight five was my eight grand. You know why stop? I mean, why stop at eight thousand? You know, make it yeah. make it eighty thousand. Then you're set for the whole year. Or eighty know? million. Hey, play play the mega bucks thing there with the one point three billion dollars. Oh, then, then, then you're set for life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah hey, hey Joe, great. you're good at rigging things. Can you rig the Powerball for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he'll rig it for his uh, son Hunter. Oh boy. <laughs> Yes, he will. Right, well, okay, let, let me finish off with some of that. <laughs> have a great weekend, Jim. Talk to you later. Okay, thank you for calling. Yep. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Yes, talking about, um, about Hunter and uh, the Biden family. Remember that laptop that that Hunter Biden had? And, oh, there was all sorts of dirty information on there, you know, Pictures of him with hookers, of him with uh, with his uh, with his daughter, with his uh, sister, uh, all sorts of inappropriate things. And then there was business transactions where he was taking money from the Chinese and giving the big guy ten percent. And do you remember how? It wasn't Newsweek that ran it. It was the New York Post. They they got the laptop. And they ran with the story on how corrupt that Hunter Biden was and how corrupt Joe Biden was. And that was shut down because there were 51 intelligence experts who um, 
who said that it was Russian disinformation. Except that now it's been proven that it's not Russian disinformation. That uh, Hunter Biden actually said, yeah, that's that's probably mine. And there's been independent people as business contacts. No, not, not the hookers. The, the legitimate business contacts, if you want to call them legitimate, who confirmed that um, the laptop was real. And Trump, there's that name again, brought it up uh, during one of the debates. He tried to get um, Biden to answer questions about it. And Biden said, that's been debunked by the intelligence community. And Chris Wallace just let Biden off the hook. Chris Wallace, that sleaze. Anyhow, this was... Um, I think this was a follow-up story by the New York Post. Yep, Post editorial board. Spies who lie. 51 intelligence experts refuse to apologize for discrediting true Hunter Biden story. Eh, Isn't that interesting? Let's see. The former intelligence officials who cast doubt on on the Post's Hunter Biden laptop stories in a public letter really were just desperate to get Joe Biden elected. And more than a year later, even after their deep state sabotage, which is exactly what it was, has been shown again and again to be a lie, they refuse to own up to it. The officials, including CNN pundit and professional fabricator James Clapper, a man who nearly was nearly charged for perjury for lying to Congress, signed a letter saying that the laptop has the classic earmarks of Russian disinformation. So Clapper said that it was a Russian information operation. What proof did they have? By their own admission, none. We do not know if the emails are genuine or not, the letter said. They are just suspicious. Why were they suspicious? Because they hurt the Biden's campaign. And that was evidence enough, says the New York Post. Even Politico, that wonderful place of political information, picked up the letter and ran the false headline, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation, dozens of former intel officials say. That headline is still online today, even though the letter clearly says that they don't know if it's Russian disinformation. So, anyhow... Keep in mind that Twitter already had banned the New York Post a few days before. The rationale was that this was hacked materials, even though it wasn't. And Twitter had no evidence to think that it was. A Facebook official, meanwhile, said that it wasn't going to allow the sharing of the Post story until it was fact-checked by a third party. A check that never happened. NPR said we are not going to waste our time on stories that are not stories. And you can bring up the question, if this had been Donald Trump, if this had been Eric Trump, you know, doing cocaine and, and paying for hookers and, and taking bribes, would they have covered it? <laughs> Hell yeah. So this is what the... Let's let's see what it is that the officials say now. Oh, Jim Clapper, former director of the National Intelligence, now a CNN pundit, says, Yes, I stand by that statement made at the time and would call attention to the fifth paragraph. I think sounding such a cautionary tale at the time was appropriate. Leon Panetta, former CIA director... Uh, and Defense Secretary declined comment. Let's see. John Brennan, former CIA director, didn't respond. A uh, guy by the name of Thomas Figner, National Intelligence Council, didn't respond. 
Rick Leggett didn't respond. Another guy didn't respond. And a former CIA director, uh, uh, Brennan, we've got Brennan already. Uh, Michael Morrell, former CIA acting director, now George Mason Re- uh, University, didn't respond. Mike Vickers didn't respond. Doug Wise, former intelligence deputy who teaches at the University of New Mexico, didn't respond. Nick Rasmussen, former National Counterterrorism Center director, now executive director of Global Internet Forum to Counterterrorism, didn't respond. Russ Travers, the former National Counterterrorism Center acting director, said... The letter explicitly stated that we didn't know if the emails were genuine, but that we were concerned about Russian disinformation efforts. I spent 25 years as a Soviet Russian analyst, given the context of what the Russians were doing at the time and continue to do in Ukraine. Being the latest example, I consider the cautionary warning to be prudent. Uh, Yeah, we blew it on Ukraine as well. Uh... Russia is winning in Ukraine. They're going to take Ukraine. And Ukraine is just like what Cuba was to John F. Kennedy in the 1960s. But we pushed Putin. We pushed him. We pushed him. And now he's going to win the war. Incredible, huh? Thank you, intelligence uh, agents. Thank you, spy chiefs. And how many of you are getting kickbacks from the from Ukraine? Okay, so anyhow, that has been the show. Dunn's Deal. We'll be back next week for more stuff. So have a good weekend. Have an adult beverage and take care. This is a Dunn's Deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI Woonsocket.